listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. If you're listening, you probably really love brownies, pancakes, waffles, and chocolate chip cookies. Yes, but you often restrict yourself from it because you think it's a lot of carbs or it's a lot of sugar or it's going to make you fat and it's not following the protocol of your diet. Well, today I am here to bring you some peace of mind and let you know that you can eat these foods and they actually can be good for your mind and your body and your belly. I'm going live today with Jenny Larson. She's the CEO and founder of this amazing brand called Belly Brand foods. And this company is on a mission to prove that eating simple, healthy ingredients can transform a person's life. Hmm. Sounds a lot like wake up. So we're going to hear from Jenny today, and we're going to talk about maybe some brands that you do often see at the grocery store. You know, these brands, they're potentially in your freezer. I'm here to let you know that it's not your fault that you think it's okay because it's got power or it's got protein or it's got healthy grains. Um, But we're going to be diving into those ingredients. So welcome, Jenny. What's up? Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and to chat with you today. Yes. So tell us a little bit about you, maybe why you even started a company like this. Yes. Let's see how much I can shorten that question down because it's a bit of a long road that ultimately got me here. So growing up, I dealt with all sorts of health issues. I actually, I was diagnosed with celiac disease when I was 15, but that was long, long, long before anybody had heard of gluten, had heard of celiac. So it was a really, really long road to get to that diagnosis. So growing up, I dealt with all sorts of things like headaches. I was really fatigued. I had all sorts of stomach issues as a kid. And I was going to doctor after doctor, trying to get to the root cause of what was going on. And unfortunately, nobody seemed to put two and two together that maybe the problem was what I was eating. We looked at all sorts of things like maybe the headaches were due to stress. At one point in time, I even like wore eyeglasses because the doctor thought maybe my eyes were strained. So I was kind of led in all sorts of different directions without being able to find the root cause of the issue. And thankfully, I had a family friend who was diagnosed with celiac disease. And so she kind of turned my mom on to the idea that I need to get in and see a gastro and get tested for this. And so What was amazing though, is when I did get tested, obviously we confirmed that I did have celiac, but what was amazing was after years and years and years of these health issues, within one day of going gluten-free, I was already starting to feel better. And so like, I really experienced the healing power of food and I, it has made me so conscious to how, what I'm eating relates to how I'm feeling. So obviously that was like, 
16, 17 years ago now that I first went gluten-free, the options were horrendous. Horrendous. <laughs> Wait, quickly, let me interject. I love this story because I love bringing brands to our platform and to our audience where the founder often starts the brand because they themselves have gone through this health journey and had to figure out things on their own. So it sounds very similar, but I just heard you say like, oh, I had headaches and they told me to get glasses, right? They were giving you kind of like Mm -hmm. this Band-Aid and this almost medicine to help cover up those symptoms, which were your headaches. And then you go to the GI specialist and they're like, all right, we're going to do a scope. Yes, you have celiac, but like, does anyone actually teach you how to be healthy, how to go find the right gluten-free foods? No. And that's so funny you say that. It's so unfortunate. (laughs) That is so unfortunate. I know. So I was 15 at the time. The doctor, I mean, I was a minor. So the doctor called and gave the results to my mom who had never heard of gluten before. So she, um, what did she make for dinner? Oh my gosh. I think she made a hot dog without a bun. That's sweet. And like baked beans. And she says this, she's like, look, this dinner is (laughs) gluten-free. And then what we did, at least living, I was living in Portland, Oregon at the time. If you're going to be gluten-free back then, that's probably one of the better places to do it. We have Bob's Red Mill is originates in Portland, Oregon. So we went to like Whole Foods, um, Bob's Red Mill. We were all over the town looking for gluten-free products. But yeah, so we came home with bags and bags of stuff and most of it not very good. But looking back on it now, it's stuff that I now would never eat. It's full of the fillers, the preservatives. And I can't tell you how many times in my life somebody has said to me like, oh, like the reason that you're like not overweight or something is because you're gluten-free. Like you're automatically, people just assume that you're so Mm -hmm. healthy if you're eating gluten-free, but it has to go so much farther than that, as you know. So much. That's like step one. And so a lot of people come to me and they're like, wait, I eat gluten-free already. Or they think I don't need to eat gluten-free because I don't have celiac. And it's like, well, 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 you're still eating like millions of ingredients your body can't recognize. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. I think that the gluten-free label can be very misleading to a lot of people. Oh, deceiving, greenwashing, all the things. Everything's gluten-free now. So, okay. So you find relief in some gluten-free foods and then you start cleaning up your diet even more. Yeah. So that's actually, yeah, that's interesting. So I started feeling better right away as, cause I think as the celiac was healing and I had probably like a couple good years of feeling pretty good. And then what I found was a couple years later, a lot of those same symptoms and then some additional ones started coming back. And I can't tell you how just like discouraging that was having spent all this time trying to figure out what's wrong. I finally get an answer. I'm eating a hundred percent gluten-free and now here I am not feeling good again. So like I said, a lot of the same symptoms came back and then some new ones. I started getting recurring migraine headaches. I started getting psoriasis on my hands, which I had never had before. But this time around, I knew the effect that food could have on how I felt. So I was trying everything. I'm doing cutting out like gigantic food groups at a time. Oh, maybe it's nightshades. Maybe it's grains, this, that, whatever. So I'm cutting all this stuff out of my diet, but um, ultimately not really getting the relief I was looking for. And I think that's because I would still be eating processed foods. There was still all of the 
the preservatives, the like natural flavors, the what have you on the label that I didn't know what those were. And I didn't really know how to cut those out or that I needed to cut those out. And so it wasn't until a friend of mine, I was talking to her and she was like, oh, you have psoriasis, you have celiac. These are two autoimmune conditions. And that's what kind of helped me put the pieces together. And I paused and said, wait, so what's going on on my hands is related to these other dietary issues that I'm having from celiac. And so that was kind of an aha moment for me where I really started to connect all of the symptoms that I was having. And I really started looking for the root cause. And so I think, you know, I'm like doing all sorts of research on my own because no doctor out there is looking at it holistically the way that they should be. And finally, I come to the conclusion that everything at the end of the day was related to like chronic inflammation. And one of the a big driver of inflammation is an unhealthy gut. And so in trying to heal that inflammation, I got really invested in gut health and what can I do to promote a healthy gut? And that's what ultimately led me to adopting this clean label lifestyle and then eventually launching Belly. Awesome. I love it. So I want everyone listening to know that I've read this somewhere. I don't remember where I read this, but it's true in that all autoimmune and these chronic preventable diseases have something in common and that something is inflammation. And so you are what you eat. It really matters. You really got to like crack down and start reading the labels and understanding what the heck you're putting into your body because it can truly heal your body or it can be an assault and promote that inflammation. So I take it, Jenny, that's the idea for belly and hence the name. Yes, the ingredients are good for your belly. Any any other guesses as to why? No, yeah, that is 100% the reason behind the name. The goal for Belly is really to just be a very gut health friendly, focused brand and a safe option for people to reach to. We're very, very allergen friendly. We're obviously gluten free. We're also grain free, dairy free, soy free, and nut free. So, <laughs> yeah, huge. I mean, it's like, all right, if it's this free of everything, what's actually in it, which I want to dive into. I actually didn't realize until I'm reading right now. I mean, we're recording September, 2023. You just launched this company this year. I did. Yes. So it has been a passion project idea for a very, very long time, but I just kind of, I had a baby recently. So I had some time off and was just decided, okay, this is my chance. I'm going to launch into this. And yeah, and honestly, it's been the most fun adventure ever since. Well, congratulations to you. I don't even know how I found you or you found me, but it is, I love it. I'm a raving fan because I was using Simple Mills before for my kids' pancakes and waffles in the morning. And I didn't necessarily like that they were doing, you know, so much almonds every day and things like that. And so when I saw yours that had cassava flour, I was like, sweet game changer. Let's try this. And I feel like when you're cooking with almond flour, it could be a very dense product at the a final product. So you can have a very dense, heavy pancake. Whereas when you're cooking with cassava, which you have in belly brand, it's a more light, fluffy, what people are used to the Aunt Jamama brand, or maybe the Betty Crocker brand, or, you know, something like that. 
for taste, I would say that it's par with what people are used to more than simple meals. And I just love that you have variety. You do have the brownies. You do have the chocolate chip cookies. You do have the pancakes. I want to dive into those, but guys, I can tell you that like, I love this stuff, but also my kids too. They're like, mom, this is the best pancake, the best waffle. We love the chocolate chips. And then you even have collagen in it. Bone hide collagen, am I right? Grass-fed bovine. Yes, collagen peptides. Yes, <laughs> a mouthful. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm already like, oh, I'm going to make this for lunch. Okay, let's dive into your pancakes. But first, I do want to dive into what maybe most people are using, which is Kodiak power cakes. Is this something that you've ever had, Jenny? I actually have not had them, but I've seen them all over the grocery store and I know how hugely popular they are. Oh yeah. They're in the freezer section. They're also, I had a client call me and she's like, listen, every morning I make a muffin in the microwave. I'm like, what does that even mean? She buys this like plastic container and it's got a Kodiak protein power muffin in it and you microwave it and it takes her 30 seconds and that's her breakfast. And I was like, well, hold on. How do you feel? She's like, I can't lose any weight. I feel tired all day. My skin is breaking out. I'm running to the bathroom and I'm like, okay, well, let's check out what's really inside of this label. So Kodiak power cakes have 100% whole grain wheat flour. It's got some oat flour. Then it's got some milk proteins in it, which is some dairy, some sweet cream, buttermilk, some brown sugar, bacon powder, and sea salt. So do you have anything to say about those labels before I do? Yikes. It sounds like inflammation paradise, if I were to say. For sure. And if you're like, why? We can break it down. But I can tell you that brown sugar is going to just spike your blood sugar more, make it drop down. You're going to get tired. You're going to get more hungry. This is not high quality dairy that's in here. And then wheat flour, whether you're celiac or not, if you eliminate it and swap it out for cassava flour or tapioca or almond flour, things like that, you're going to be able to heal your gut as opposed to irritate it and inflame it. So now I would like to discuss what's inside of your pancake. Yeah. So as you touched on, we use cassava flour. We use that as the main flour in all of our baking mixes. And the reason being is kind of twofold. Like you said, a lot of the other grain-free alternatives out there use almond flour and almond flour just doesn't bake like a uh, traditional flour. It comes out heavier. It kind of has a flavor to it. The cassava, it's light, it's fluffy. That's exactly what you want out of a pancake. So that is our main flour ingredient. I also like using the cassava because it is nut-free. I eat nuts, I eat almonds, but I'm just trying to be as inclusive as we possibly can with these baking mixes because I know how frustrating it can be to walk the grocery store aisles and feel like there are not safe options. And I've had a lot of people reach out and say, this is an amazing product. I'm gluten-free and dairy-free. My husband or my child is nut-free and hardly ever can we eat the same foods. So just trying to be as inclusive as possible. So that's the reason for the cassava. And then we use just a small amount of coconut sugar to sweeten the mixes. We also use just a very tiny bit of organic monk fruit extract and all other ingredients that you're going to recognize. There's arrowroot, cream of tartar, 
ingredients that you have in your pantry and you'll recognize. And then as you touched on, we do use collagen peptides. So that's kind of our differentiator. And the reason for doing that is I've been eating collagen or adding collagen peptides to smoothies for gosh, years now. And then I started adding it into my baking as well when I was baking at home, because it is such a wonderful gut friendly superfood. So I was baking with it at home and I figured why not bring this to the masses. For sure. It's an added benefit that I see you guys are not mad about. So let's dive into, I'm looking at ingredients everywhere. Let's talk about the brownies. Okay. Because I feel like when you make a, like a pan or a sheet of brownies, one really wants to eat it all. They're like, one is not enough. Two is not enough. I need more. I need more. Right. And there's a reason for that. I looked up a Betty Crocker brownie and the first ingredient drum roll is sugar. So that goes to show you that like, Hey, you're eating pure sugar. Your desserts don't need to be sugar. Like if you think you have a sweet tooth, you do because you're eating the wrong foods and your body is craving real food, but it's sugar enriched flour bleach, which basically means dead flour. That's been highly refined. It's so refined that it's dead. It tastes like nothing. Everything's removed from its fiber, everything. They have to add fake vitamins back into it to make it even worthwhile. Then there's corn syrup, corn starch, then some nonfat milk and artificial flavor. So if you start reading these ingredients on a label and you're only noticing the fat or you're only noticing the sugar content, you need to just second guess yourself and question it and say, listen, I've had enough. Maybe I do need to try a brownie made with real ingredients. Maybe it actually tastes better. Maybe I won't eat the whole pan. And I can vouch for that because when I make your brownies, I feel satisfied after one brownie. And that is it. And there's a reason for that. So let's dive into exactly what's inside of the brownies. Yeah. Well, and just to pause there too, on the label you just read off, like for me, what I think is so frustrating is I think that there are so many people out there who are not feeling good and they can't figure out why. And when our food is full of these ingredients that we don't have them in our pantries, if we're going to make brownies at home, we're not adding these ingredients. So why is it that so many brands are putting these ingredients into their foods? And I just think it makes it so hard for those of us on a health journey, trying to improve our health, improve symptoms that we might be suffering from. It just makes it so hard to pinpoint why do I feel like crap after I eat this brownie? Is it the natural flavors that I don't know what they are? Is it the dried milk product? Is it you know all the sugar or probably a combination of all of the above? For sure. And they do it. They do it to make it taste better so that you eat more. It's addictive food. Like I get it. And they're also using really cheap ingredients so that they can make a bigger profit. Like I I understand. Right. Yeah. So the ingredients you'll find, we use very similar ingredients across all of our products. In fact, I think our cookies and brownies use the exact same ingredients, except that the brownies also have some arrowroot and some cocoa powder in them. But again, we're using the same basic ingredients across products, which is the cassava, lots and lots of collagen. Honestly, these are overflowing with collagen, which is something that I really love about this whole line of baking mixes. And yeah, simple, simple ingredients across the board. And they're designed so that if you pick up, like I want customers when they see belly to know that that's a safe choice. If they can have the pancakes, they can have the cookies, they can have the brownies. And hopefully they'll like all of them. (laughs) Oh my God. They're going to love them all. I, I told everyone, I'm like, guarantee if you try this, you will love it. 
If you don't come email me and talk to me, because then we need to talk about it. So where can people find Belly Brand? Is it only online? Yeah. So we've been selling online. We did recently launch on Amazon. The goal is that I want to get this product into the hands of as many people as I can, because I think it's something that people need. You know, people need to know that you can eat healthy and fuel your body with healthy foods and still enjoy the foods that you love. Because if we restrict our diets, if we take out the cookies, the brownies, the pancakes, that's not a lifestyle that many people are going to be able to stick to forever. So I'm really, really making my mission to get this product into as many hands as possible. We are launching in our first big grocer next month. Nice. Yeah. So very, very exciting and just hoping to expand and grow from there. Right now, we just have the three flavors, but I have a million and a half ideas of other flavors that I do want to come out with. And then ultimately down the road, I mean, I want to take this brand, expand it to other products as well. So just trying to build a very gut-friendly food line. When you see us in the store, you'll know that we're a healthy, safe option. Awesome. And so let's talk about the usages of these mixes. So for everyone listening, yes, it's chocolate chip cookies, it's brownies, it's pancakes or it's waffles, and it's a bag. It's a mix that I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, you add maybe an egg and water and butter. Yeah, it'll depend on the mix. So for the pancakes, you will add oil, eggs, and water. I have had a number of people reach out to me asking if you can make them without eggs. And at this time, they don't turn out quite right. But I love getting that question because I really, like I said, I want to make this brand as inclusive as possible. And I want people, no matter their dietary restraints, to be able to eat the products. Yeah. I have a potential swap. I usually tell people they could use applesauce or they could use flax seeds and water. Have you tried that? I have tried the flaxies and water. I thought it came out just a little bit dense. I haven't tried it with applesauce though. I think the issue with pancakes is they use quite a few eggs. Like there's, if you make the whole bag of the pancake mix, it's like four eggs in total, but that is a good takeaway. And one I'm definitely going to run down to my kitchen and try. Try it. I don't know the exact swap. My grandma makes a cake and she always uses applesauce instead of eggs. And it comes out so fluffy and so good. So use one fourth cup for every egg your recipe calls for and an additional half a teaspoon of bacon powder to the dry ingredients. So I'm not, maybe try that or maybe not. See if that works. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. The addition of the baking powder is interesting. I hadn't heard of that. So I'll have to give that a try. And for anybody else listening who's looking for an egg-free pancake alternative, hopefully this is our answer. Maybe so. Okay. And now I'm lost. What what the heck were we talking about, Jenny? (laughs) Oh, okay. So um, the add-in. Yes. Yes. And then on the cookies and brownies, let's see the brownies. You just add two eggs. You can add butter, a dairy-free butter, if you have one you like, or oil. So personally, I like the taste of coconut. So I often will make things with coconut oil. You can also use avocado oil for a more neutral flavor and a little vanilla in there. And then the cookies, what I like about the cookies is there's no egg in the cookie. So you can enjoy the dough as much dough as you want. That's how I prefer to eat the cookies. If I'm being honest, it's just a little dairy-free milk butter or oil and vanilla. So super easy. Yeah. Same. Me and my kids eat the dough as well. I wanted to add about, you said you could use butter or you mentioned coconut oil for the brownies. If you really want to elevate them, you could use walnut oil and add walnuts to it. 
That is really good. Oh my gosh. I actually, I don't know that I've ever even seen walnut oil. This is exciting. Oh yeah. Another one is pecan oil and use pecans if you're looking to elevate it. And then I don't know, I'm just thinking for Christmas, maybe you could add a few teaspoons of like peppermint extract and maybe put some peppermint on top to make it look cute. Give it to teachers for gifts. Give it to your friends, your exercise studios, instructors, all those things. Look, coming up with ideas. Oh, amazing. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to try all these. And yes, the little added crunch to the brownies is always a good idea. For sure. Okay. So for everyone listening, you can grab a discount code beneath the podcast. You'll get 20% off your order. And I highly encourage you start swapping out your brandies, swapping out your chocolate chips, swapping out your pancakes, waffles for this brand, because not only is it made with real ingredients that your body can recognize, but it does also have the grass fed bovine collagen peptide which can truly be a benefit for your body, your gut, everything. And so Jenny, I appreciate you taking the time today to share your mission, share your brand. And I look forward to everyone giving it a shot and tasting it and seeing how great it is. So thank you. Amazing, Jen. It's been wonderful talking with you and thanks for having us. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Wake up and read the labels.